Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we dive into the enlightening world of Rewire Your Anxious Brain, a thought-provoking guide penned by Catherine M. Pittman, Ph.D., a clinical psychologist with deep expertise in anxiety disorders, and Elizabeth M. Kahl, Emilis, an accomplished librarian who contributes a rich personal perspective on living with anxiety. This insightful book delves into how anxiety is orchestrated by different regions of the brain and presents strategies tailored to address each one, offering hope and practical tools for those tormented by anxiety. Discover the implications of cutting-edge neuroscience research that unravel the intricate workings behind anxiety. Pittman, also an associate professor at St. Mary's College and a recognized member of the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, combines her academic knowledge with on-the-ground experience leading seminars on anxiety and stress. Her co-author, Carl, bolsters the book with a wealth of research, making this a must-read not only for individuals struggling with anxiety, but also for therapists seeking innovative approaches and anyone fascinated by the complexities of brain science. Together, they create an accessible roadmap for pacifying the anxious mind. Join us as we summarize the key points of this book, tailored especially for those grappling with anxiety, therapists looking to augment their repertoire, and anyone captivated by the wonders of the human brain. Rewire Your Anxious Brain How to Use the Neuroscience of Fear to End Anxiety, Panic, and Worry. Introduction Unraveling the Mysteries of an Anxious Mind. How Your Brain Can Learn to Calm Down. Imagine you're about to give a big presentation. As the moment nears, your palms sweat, your heart races, and your mind is flooded with what ifs. Anxiety has struck and it's as if your brain is at war with itself. But what if there was a roadmap to understanding this internal struggle? By delving into the intricate workings of our brains, neuroscience sheds light on the two pathways of anxiety, and here's the kicker. There's a potential to retrain our brains to alleviate this anxiety. The first pathway involves the amygdala, an almond-shaped cluster within our brain. It's the sharpshooter of our emotions reacting instantaneously before you've even had the chance to log a conscious thought. Picture this. You're hiking, and suddenly a snake slithers across your path. Before you know it, you've jumped back. That's your amygdala at work, instigating a split-second visceral response. Then there's the cortex, the pondering philosopher of the brain. This is where thought-intensive, worry-induced anxiety brews. It's not about immediate survival like in the snake scenario. Cortex-based anxiety paints elaborate scenarios of doom and gloom, often spiraling into a fog of what could be before we even realize it. Recognizing these separate pathways is paramount. Why? Because each requires its unique master key to unlock and deconstruct the anxiety it creates. Many solutions, like cognitive behavior therapy, CBT, tend to cater specifically to the cortex-driven anxieties, helping rewrite the narratives we tell ourselves. But what about the amygdala, that impulsive firecracker? Current neuroscience champions the idea that we can infuse calm into both pathways. 
It's not about defeating anxiety entirely. That would be akin to disarming an essential survival mechanism. Instead, it's about recalibrating our brain's responses so that when anxiety taps us on the shoulder, it doesn't lead to a system shutdown. In this journey into the mind, we'll decode the strategies to quiet down the amygdala's alarms and unpack the techniques that can reshape the cortex's thought patterns. Together, we'll explore how science can empower us with the tools to switch off that imaginary stove causing undue stress and foster a more tranquil, focused mind. Ready to rewire how you experience anxiety? Let's jump into these insights and emerge with a deeper understanding of our complex brain's extraordinary capacity to adapt and find peace. Part 1. Deciphering the alarm bells of the amygdala. How emotional memories shape our fears. Have you ever puzzled over the heart-pounding, sweat-inducing terror of public speaking? What's frightening about a room full of people eagerly waiting to hear your thoughts? Well, our bodies are equipped with an ancient alarm system not always suited for modern life's challenges, and it speaks in emotional memories, not words. The amygdala, a twin set of almond-shaped neural clusters, serves as the brain's watchtower, vigilantly scanning our surroundings for threats. When it perceives a potential danger, it's like flicking a switch. The body is thrust into a high-alert state, ready to confront or evade perils. Consider the symphony of the stress response. The hypothalamus sends a surge of hormones like cortisol and adrenaline to prime your muscles for action, while the sympathetic nervous system kicks physiological changes into gear. Quick breaths, a hammering heart, dilated eyes, beads of sweat. And crucially, this all occurs beyond the realm of conscious thought. This is where the crux of amygdala-based anxiety lies. Its language is not of words or logic, but of direct emotional experiences. It's the intuitive, reflexive pilot to your systematic analytical cortex copilot. In extraordinary circumstances, such as avoiding an imminent car crash, the amygdala's snap decision-making can be life-saving. But how does this translate to anxiety over everyday events? Once the amygdala forges a link between a situation and fear, that connection solidifies into an emotional memory. These memories are visceral and can be ignited by nuances as subtle as a familiar smell or a particular tone of voice. Telling someone gripped by panic to calm down is like shouting into the wind. The amygdala doesn't traffic in the currency of reasoned argument. So to rewire an anxious amygdala, interventions must tap into this primal emotional lexicon. Understanding and influencing the amygdala's communication can gradually reshape our instinctive responses to fear, breaking the cycle of anxiety. This journey into the mind is not about bracing against fear with facts, but instead learning the delicate art of translating our emotional dialects into serenity. Part 2. Overcoming your fears by facing them. The transformative power of exposure therapy. Have you ever wondered why avoidance just seems to fuel our fears? Why does scurrying away from everything that scares us only seem to cast a larger shadow of dread over our lives? The science of our brains holds a clue. To disconnect the intense association between our fears and the events that trigger them, it's not about running away. It's about facing them head on. This is the essence of 
neural rewiring, a term that sounds straight out of a sci-fi novel, yet relates to the very real, very human process of forming new, healthier neural patterns. It's all about neurons that fire together, wire together. When we're exposed to anxiety-inducing situations and survive them, we begin to rewrite the script of our emotional responses. Imagine the amygdala as an overeager security guard, sounding the alarm at the slightest provocation. To train this guard to recognize false alarms, you need to demonstrate that what it perceives as threatening is, in fact, harmless. And how do you do that? By gradual or immediate exposure, deliberately putting yourself into situations that the amygdala needs to reevaluate. Let's liken it to acclimating to a chilly lake. At first, the frigid water seems unbearable. Inch by inch, however, your body adjusts. By repeatedly engaging with the once feared stimulus, you teach your brain that this environment is safe. This method, which the authors refer to as activate to generate, means activating the nerve-wracking experience to generate new, non-threatening neural pathways. It takes grit. You have to remain in the anxiety without fleeing, to ride the wave of discomfort as it swells, peaks, and finally retreats. When in the clutches of anxiety, it's critical to implement calming strategies to pacify the amygdala. Start by becoming an observer of your own physiological state. Notice your racing heart or shallow breathing without being swept away by panic. Then, consciously decelerate and deepen your breathing. Meditation can be a powerful ally here, stripping away the entangling cobwebs of anxious thoughts. Acknowledge also your muscular tension and invite those tight regions to relax. Repeatedly applying these exposure and response techniques creates fresh neural pathways, which grow more robust each time you practice. As these new pathways strengthen, the once fear-evoking events lose their power to unsettle you, gracefully fading into the ordinary tapestry of life. Part 3. When the mind weaves anxiety. The role of the cortex in creating worry. Imagine your brain's cortex as a master artist, painting elaborate landscapes teeming with detail and depth. This outer layer of the brain is the command center of thought, where possibilities are endlessly explored and future scenarios are sketched out. Here, the seeds of anxiety can sprout from the fertile soil of our imagination. Unlike the amygdala, the cortex doesn't generate anxiety through raw emotion. Instead, it can craft vivid thoughts and images that set the stage for anxiety to enter the scene. Think of it as the playwright that can unwittingly invite an unscripted, anxious character onto the stage of your mind. Consider what happens when your cortex paints a picture based on sensory information. A trigger from the external world, like the wail of a distant siren on a quiet night. This can spark a cascade of worry, unfounded though it may be, that your home is ablaze, catapulting the amygdala into action. But the craftiness of the cortex doesn't stop at interpreting the outside world. It can also create worry from within, spinning tales and images devoid of any external prompt. This is where the mind can lose itself in a labyrinth of what-ifs and worst-case scenarios. Picture a morning commute fraught with the nagging suspicion that you've left the stove on. It's a scenario spun from within, a trick of the cortex's anticipatory powers. Humans, unlike their carefree feline friends, grapple with the burden of foresight, 
and nothing exemplifies this more than the worry that's conjured by the mind alone. These internal workings of the cortex carve neural pathways deepened by repetition, leave them unchecked, and they can channel into streams of anxiety that erode your peace of mind with obsessive thoughts or the pursuit of unattainable perfection. So, what's the takeaway from understanding the role of the cortex in anxiety? It's the realization that the mind's potential for creating worry from within can be as significant as the amygdala's quickfire response to threat. And by identifying the thought patterns that typically set your own anxiety alight, be it catastrophizing, negativity, or the relentless loop of what-ifs, you can start to interrupt these patterns and navigate your mind's innate capacity towards a calmer, more centered existence. Part 4. Changing Mental Channels Techniques to Tune Out Cortex-Driven Anxiety Imagine for a moment your Jenny, futures hanging on the delicate edge of an envelope seal. The temptation to predict disappointment can be overwhelming, yet the worry often overshadows the reality. This is the trap of cognitive fusion, where the lines between thought and fact blur, chained in an intricate dance of anxiety. Now, with the understanding that thoughts are not synonymous with truths, the power to disarm cortex-based anxiety lies within our grasp. One approach to untangling from these anxieties is through developing a healthy skepticism of our worries. By recognizing thoughts as fleeting constructs rather than immutable truths, you can dismantle their grip on your reality. Enter mindfulness, a beacon of clarity in the storm of anxious contemplation. Mindfulness practices invite you to observe your thoughts from an objective distance, akin to watching leaves float down a river without reaching out to grasp them. As your thoughts drift by, transient and ephemeral, their hold on you loosens. But as anyone who's tried to sit still for a moment with a whirring mind knows, breaking free from anxiety channel is no easy feat. The key, strategic distraction. Immerse yourself in the uplifting melodies of your favorite music. Bury your mind in the folds of a captivating book. Or venture into the physicality of a workout or a game. These activities aren't just placeholders. They enrich your life while gently redirecting your mind away from anxiety's grip. If distraction is temporarily changing the channel, then thought replacement is akin to upgrading your content library. Attempting to forcibly clear your mind of troubling thoughts is as productive as trying to unsee a pink elephant waved before your eyes. A more effective strategy is to introduce a scripted alternative, a coping thought. This isn't about denying your initial worry, but about offering a counterscript that fosters resilience and possibility. Engaging in these practices, chosen skepticism, mindful observation, deliberate distraction, and proactive thought replacement gradually etches new patterns in the cortex. With time and persistence, these strategies can transform the thought pathways that once heralded anxiety into new tracks that lead toward a landscape of calm and confidence. Final summary. At the core of our struggles with anxiety lies a tale of two distinct brain areas, the impulsive amygdala and the contemplative cortex each contributing to the anxious experience in its unique way. 
The amygdala directs the body's immediate responses to fear and threat without tapping into reason or logic, whereas the cortex weaves intricate webs of worry with thoughts and images that can stir up this ancient alarm system. The amygdala's language is one of emotional memory, and altering its anxious pathways calls for patient exposure to fears. Combined with relaxation techniques, such as deep breathing or meditation, to help it learn anew that what it fears is often harmless. This practice of exposure therapy, best analogized to acclimating to a lake's initially cold waters, encourages the mind and body to adjust, forming new neural pathways that counteract the old fears. Meanwhile, the cortex demands a different approach. Here, within the folds of our rational mind, Cultivating a discerning stance toward our own thoughts can be key to disrupting the cycle of worry. Techniques such as mindfulness encourage us to witness our thoughts without being ensnared by them, while distractions offer a valuable respite, allowing us to temporarily change the channel from the gripping anxiety channel we're all too often tuned into. And then there's the subtle art of thought replacement. Instead of wrestling with unhelpful thoughts, we gently usher in affirmative coping thoughts, a positive internal dialogue that can redirect the mind's energy towards a more constructive and optimistic outlook. The journey to tame the tumult of anxiety is a complex endeavor of retraining the brain's amygdala and cortex, but it's within this intricacy that we unearth the tools to diminish anxiety's dominion. By fostering new emotional memories in the amygdala, and reshaping the cortex's narratives, we pave the way for tranquility, one thought, one breath, one moment at a time. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, Please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.